Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to a fresh new episode of Locked Up, The Life of an American Dog. Going to be putting out new episodes, so stay tuned. Thank you all for listening. Uh, this episode is with me and two guys from the Pitbull store here in Arizona, just talking about dogs and training. Uh, one of the guys is the owner of the Pitbull store, Tell. He is uh, an American pit bull guy, bully breed guy, likes his working dogs, loves to see dogs and humans doing work together. Uh, so I can relate to that. I'm, I'm very like-minded. I love that stuff. So, uh, And the other guy we're going to be talking with is Edwin, who also works at the pit bull store, and he is a, a great obedience trainer and specializes in show and confirmation training. Uh, he's got a lot of championships under his belt. He is the best in the West, no doubt. Uh, watching him work is, is fascinating to me. It's just a whole different uh, realm of training that, that I am not used to. So I really admire what he does, and he has fun doing it. It's so cool to see. So, so it's just me, Tell, Edwin, sitting in the warehouse on a Tuesday night at the Pitbull store, chopping it up about dogs and training and, and having a good time. So this is part one of two. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as we did doing it. We're going to try to do this uh, once a month and put it out. So stay tuned. Ride with us. Uh, there's also an event. Pitbull Store is putting on a weight pull event March 5th coming up this next Saturday, March 5th at their store in Mesa, Arizona. So come out, check it out. I'm going to have a booth there, Synergy Canine. Uh, come see what weight pull is all about. It's going to be really fun. It's not just um, pit bulls and not just bully breeds. It's, uh, it's all different dogs. Come try it out. You don't have to be uh, a professional to do it. There are going to be dogs there that have championships, and they're going to be really, really fun to watch. I'm going to put one of my dogs in it. She's never pulled in competition before, but she likes to be on the harness and loves to do that here at the house. So I'm going to give it a shot. We'll have some fun. Try it out. Come through. See what it's all about. Have some fun. March 5th. Enjoy the episode, everyone. Thanks for listening. Peace. Like an 80 year old lady? She's like early 70s, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is your console? This is my console. Yeah. Dude, and she comes out like she just needs help, right? She just wants help. She, she just want to like, she just wants to be able to walk her dog. Like that's really, all she wants. really like that's, that's number one. Like she, she, and she wants to walk it because she can't and it doesn't get, it doesn't get walked otherwise. Like, so she's just like her heart, like she loves this dog. She's like, I just want, I just want to be able to walk him, but. I can't. He's just too strong, and he's too, too excited, and he all these things. So, dude, was he young? Um, he's like nine. <laughs> nine years. Yeah, nine blue blue, blue pitbull. Like he's he's a big boy. I mean, yeah, no doubt. and it's not it's not like your regular like mixed pits that we get. No, he's, it was he's, like he's full size blue. Yeah, he <laughs> like, was a big dog. Yeah, for this he's probably 85, 80, 85 pounds. <laughs> Nine's not that bad of an age though for a dog <laughs> like that. He, he looked way older though. Like and he, he come, or she? He and he so and he and he's still intact. He's intact. He? Yeah. He come in. So I, I'm talking with her, kind of getting a, a little background. He's outside, and like he told me, he kind of like snapped at you a little yeah, bit, right? Yeah, he snapped at me. Yeah. So I was like, okay. I don't, and I normally when I get to someone's house, like when I have the dog in a kennel, if you got a kennel, so that the dog can be in the house, they can hear me, they can see me a little bit, smell me, and get used to me before I let them out. But she's like, I don't have a kennel. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> she, she, she's with me, and I'm like, man, I saw a wild card. So she's like, do you want? I can put him outside or in the bedroom. And I'm like, 
put them outside. So, <laughs> you know, so we talked for like 15 minutes and or so, maybe like a half hour. And then, uh, and so I'm sitting on the couch and she's on a chair and, and I'm like, just go ahead and let him in. So I have her sit next to me. I'm like, you sit here because he's going to see you right away. And you know, he is cool. Like this, the dog's really soft, but he comes in, he's itching, his, his skin's not good, his fur is bad. Like he's got bald spots and we're talking and, you know, actually like he jumps up on a couch and he's excited, but not like, not aggressive at all. Like a little bit insecure, a little kind of shy, but, and I ask her, I'm like, I'm like, what, what are you feeding him? She's like, uh, he eats kibbles and bits. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? I'm like, you got, yeah, I said first thing, like you got it. If we work together, like you got to get him on a different food. She's like, well, I'll have to ask my grandson. It's, you know, he's not going to like it if it costs more. And I'm like, Listen, that food's killing your dog. Yeah. Like, and so I, I, I said, you take you, you know where the pit bull store is, right? I said, just get him Victor Multi Pro. It's a yellow bag. It's it's twenty dollars more than kibbles and bits, and it's a hundred percent better. She's like, okay, well I'll talk to him. But, um, but yeah, she she just she like doesn't she she didn't even like the dog first at first. The the, the grandson moved in with her like four years ago. I was gonna say it was probably your grandson's. Dog. Yeah, it's a grandson's dog. But something going on there where like the grandson's not really taking care of it, and I don't, I didn't really dig in on like what what the deal is with the grandson. But there's either. something going on yeah, there. I didn't either. Something going on where like she's the primary caregiver, and I'm like, so he doesn't take care of his own dog. Well, he he does when he's here, and but he works a lot, and, and the dog sleeps with him, but he don't really do anything else with the dog. Like she's she's kind of on her own with it, and, and so that was kind of weird. But I mean just like I was able to help her like we got some good video of her like just going through like her walking it basically just from the front door to the uh, on, on the porch area back and forth and it, he started following her and listening to her and I just told her like and everything I did with the dog when I had that situation where people think well yeah you can handle him because you're you're a big guy you're strong everything I did with him no strength involved I just waited him out and she's like I said Sis, look at no strength it's just about what you're rewarding and she's like Get it. Next thing you know, like she's, you know, and I told, tell, teach her how to be in a good, strong position all the time, and just get him to start following her. By the, I don't know, like five minutes into her handling him, he's following her back and forth to the door, like no resistance, no pressure, anything. And so, yeah. So, one thing that know, I liked when we were talking at the store that one day was just how fulfilling is a walk for a dog in the first place. You know what I mean? Yeah. It really, it, a walk really only covers one, one thing it covers exploration it's it, it is but most people don't allow their dog to explore yeah they keep their dog within like a two or three foot radius of them and and, and i'm guilty of that yeah i, I mean i have and, been in the and, past you know yeah and even everybody is and even then yeah, I, i'm, I'm so guilty of yeah. it too I, that's the only way i walk yeah and even then it's like even then if we're keeping our this dog in that it. two to three foot radius it's a frustrating walk because because mm -hmm. the dog want to go explore and we're like no stay with us so even if they get to explore a little bit we're, we're like no let's go stay with me like instead of just letting them even having a little bit more balanced walk where <clears throat> like listen half of this walk or 90 percent of this walk i'm gonna let you do what you want to do just don't be a jerk about it don't like drag me over to a fire hydrant or a bush just if you want to go I'll, I'll go over there with you but most of the time the dog right there and then it's then there's almost zero fulfillment mm -hmm. like you know, uh, I was talking with uh, my client today about walking and exploration is, is a fundamental need, but if we keep our dog there, they can't explore. 
they can't really they, they get to see things but they don't get a smell and smells everything to dogs right and then but i told her and walks definitely don't fulfill exercise need for dogs dogs need high intensity exercise like a walk at three miles an hour is not does not categorize that dogs need to simulate hunting you know like chasing prey like that's high intensity exercise so people think like well i walk my dog six times a day this lady today said i'm like I'm like, I'm like, well, what it is, what it is, she's, she's trying to exercise her dog into good behavior. And I'm like, you can't do that. You cannot exercise. The average person can't exercise their dog into good behavior. Like just walking them. Like now, if you walk your dog off leash for a few hours a day, yeah, because they're going to get to roam out 30, 40 yards out and then they're going to run back to you and they get to do all the things. But you can't exercise your dog just walking them into good behavior. Like, you just can't, you know? So they're, they're, all they're doing is getting in better shape and better at pulling and you're getting, you're practicing the bad behaviors you don't want. Like, but, uh, but I told her, like I walked I walk my boy up to like, it was like an hour and a half walk off leash up to Safeway the other day. That's cardiovascular exercise because he, He's getting to run up ahead, smell things. So he's getting to explore on his own. He's getting, he's he's run up, smell things. Gritty, let's go, come back. You're gonna run back to me. He's gonna maybe hang back and smell smell a really interesting bush while I walk ahead 50 yards, and then he, he's running up to me. So he's actually getting exercise fulfillment then. It's but, gonna be like one in ten dogs. But most get people that are doing it. Right. You know, so let me ask you this, because yeah. how would you tell a client to? Like, I have six dogs. There is no way I'm walking them. Right. Oh, That's why know. I moved to Tone Pop. Just open the door. <laughs> yeah, right. Go. Right. We're working on that. Right. I mean, so so I got, what do we have at home right now? Five, <laughs> six, seven, I, like, how, seven how dogs. How do you do it? I think we got seven right now at the house. Uh, it's not about, so what I tell people is not, it's not about trying to hit all three of their needs every single day for every single dog. But, you know, like, because every dog needs, needs something a little different. You know, like, we got a couple old dogs. I threw Bella on the treadmill a day, 10 minutes, and she's like, <sighs> she's gassed, you know. She's 12, 13 years old. So, but she likes to explore. But also, but her, her walk's going to be a lot shorter because she's tired. She gets tired, you know. 13, or 15, 13 years old, 15 minutes, let her explore. She's good. But even then, we don't need to do it every single day like you know the dogs that you have that they they're a little bit higher need they're a little higher maintenance like if you don't maintain them then they start to get a little frustrated a little out of whack frustrated a little out of balance and those dogs might need a little more frequent on the three things which socialization exploration and then cardiovascular high intensity exercise you know some dogs can go a few days a week without you know getting on the treadmill or the slap mill or pulling chains or any of these kind of or riding a bike or anything like that running some dogs they need it a little more frequently you know some dogs go go a while without a walk and be fine they don't have a high need for exploration but you know some dogs like the more you get them out the more balanced they are socialization some dogs like i mean if we all got multiple dogs at home they're socializing you know but so that needs kind of met but some dogs in, in single dog or two dog households like you might have a dog that they don't have a big need. Like if they don't socialize with a bunch of other dogs regularly, they, they don't get that out they're of happy. whack. Yeah, they're fine. You know, but some dogs like you see them really thrive and fulfilled when they are on a regular schedule of getting socialized, you know? So 
it's not about doing it every day. It's just like, you know, which dog, like, okay. Like sometimes I get on a kick where I'm putting all the dogs on harness and we're dragging chains, you know, and then I'll go like, I'm going to bike ride dogs, you know, for, for this week. And then, uh, then it's going to be everybody getting treadmill. Some days I just get a, get a, get on a kick and like everybody getting a treadmill 15, 20 minutes, just boom. And I just run them all through, you know, or some days like she's done with work or weekends, it's nice weather. Like we'll just start grabbing dogs. She'll grab a dog. I'll grab a dog. We'll just go walk 20 minutes and just throw those two dogs in go get another dog. So. I think a lot of it's like personality, like Camo, yeah. you know, one of my dogs, he don't want to really do much. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. Hallie, on the other hand, though, she's high driven, you know, yeah, a lot of drive. Yeah. Lori's got a lot of drive. For sure. And the average pet owner, I mean, yeah. they don't have six dogs. No. You know? And it's about, like, it's about knowing your dog's personality, like, like you said, like, she's going to be happy to go do stuff, but at the same time, she doesn't have a really big need for it. Or your boy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he doesn't necessarily have a big need for it. He's cool. If he, but he's up for it if you want to do it, but he's got a baby. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't up for it. You know, he ain't going nowhere. But but your girl, like if she doesn't get stuff fulfillment after a while, you probably see her start. Yeah. To, she got start to she get a little chew shit out. Yeah, she's, exactly. She's gonna start acting out. So, you know, that's that's kind of what I look at. Like our younger dogs, like uh, her dog Presley. He's got he's got a high prey drive. He's he want he's an athlete. Like I just did a flirt pull with him just randomly before we came here he's outside and i just went outside closed the door so the other dogs were inside and we just did flirt ball for 15 minutes you know and like he loved it but he needs that regularly you know if he doesn't get that like he's just out in the backyard trying to hunt stuff and he's just wound up gets in the shit yeah wound up so i think like i mean what the last couple of years just with everything going on with the coronavirus and all that crap i think pet owners we've gotten way more pet owners nowadays than we did because a lot of people got dogs. Everybody got dogs. And they're inexperienced. Yeah, yeah, inexperienced. A lot of people, first-time dogs, yeah. uh, inexperienced. And and the problem is, is they're inside with them so that the treating them like people and trying to and thinking that they're humans and talking with them and, and not not fulfilling their needs is like way off the charts. It's way off the charts. So it's crazy. You know, because like my wife. stay inside, <laughs> treats one of our dogs like like it's human. You know, don't get me wrong. Like I, I talk to my dogs. Like I cuddle with my dogs. Like I love my dogs. I, but I also do all the other things on the other side of that too. You know, I give them the leadership and the direction. Well, you're like ten feet tall, know. like three hundred pounds. You're with dogs. <laughs> I can't see that. You know? <laughs> it's all how you feel. Though. Like we talk about that a lot. Like yeah. it's about. There was a lady in here, wasn't there? And she was like super nervous last week. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, a dogs? lady or a guy? No, she had a dog, and she was nervous of the dog reacting to doing something. Yeah. And they're like, it's all gonna come from you. Dude, You're being I, the way. That's what right. Remember oh, I told yeah. you? Yeah. And, trust and, your dog. Yeah. Trust your dog. Trust your dog. Oh, it was the guy, the girl that we bred camo to. Yeah. Because she was super nervous about her her XL dog. Like not liking people, but she was fine, you know, for the right. most part. But it was all her energy. That's gonna, right? yeah, that's gonna cause a thing because this dog could be cool as a fan of people, but then she starts to get nervous, and the dog's all of a sudden like, wait, what? Every time I see a stranger, like you get nervous. Yeah. Maybe I should be nervous too. Well, and like then, I went up know? to the dog and I put my hand down so she could smell me, and yeah. instantly the owner pulled her back. Yeah, that's a that 
that whole situation right there. So I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you this. Is that is that a thing? That, like I've been told different by different trainers, like, especially when I did the training school. Yeah. Like, don't put your hand in. No, ne- never, never, never. Here, here, here's the reason. Okay. I still do it, but I was just like, ne- never. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Never. Remember when I got bit in the parking lot? Yeah. That's right. That was my fault. They said that I was aggressive. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, this dog aggressive. You're like, hey, here you go. Bite me, bitch. That's not like something I No, so, okay. So dogs have a powerful sense of smell, right? We know that. Like, yeah. like their sense of smell like 10,000 times more powerful than ours is. So if they want to smell you, they can smell you from 10 feet away. <laughs> like, you ain't got to put your hand in their face. Yeah. So, so it, and and for some reason, like we're we're all taught that, like okay, you gotta let him let him get to know you, but really, if the dog's not showing interest in, in you, like now you kind of being offensive, like you're you're in their space, and some dogs can handle it. Some dogs are like, whoa, you're weird, and some dogs are like, whoa, you're weird, and they're gonna go, they're gonna get you, right? So either way, it's 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 it's, it's weird, like. I when, when when I first meet a dog or there's a strange dog or I'm standing next to a dog like I just let the dog check me out. If it's interested in me, it's gonna I I, I got no less than six seven dog smells on me at all times. So my <laughs> shoes, my shorts. So if they're not interested in me, that means they either got a lot of anxiety around in their environment or they're they're ex- too too excited. And either one of those is gonna cause them to to break rules. So. If they're anxious and I come into their space, I might have just ruined a relationship right there. Like they're like, "Whoa, who are you? Like, why are you in my space?" If they're if they're anxious <laughs> and maybe uh, a little defensive, they could react defensively, right? Versus if I'm just there and I'm just talking with their with their parent and we're having a conversation, the dog, if it's interested in me, it's gonna come start sniffing me on its own, like. But otherwise, usually if you're out in the world and there's dog. They got all sorts of other smells and sights and sounds going on that you're not that relevant and that's cool. So if we kind of we're kind of forcing ourselves on them, in a sense, and that's when bad things you see, happen. You think that'd be common sense, but I didn't think about right. that because of course they can smell you. They're right. Like, <laughs> and as soon as I tell people <laughs> that, they're like, be like, oh this. yeah, right. But like, that you see, you think that'd be common sense, yeah. but I didn't freaking think about it. Uh-huh. You didn't think about yeah. it. But I mean, that's like I just tell. So what I do if I have a dog and, and someone's like, hey, can I say hi to your dog? What I do is say, you know, because they're immediately, I already know. I'm like, yeah, just go ahead, just pet him. And people do this, and I'll tell them, just go ahead and pet him. Because my, like, my boy grew, he's, he's come so far from where he was. He used to be really afraid of people. But, and now, if you, if you just pet him like you've known him your whole life, like he just, he just come up and you're just like, hey, dude, what's up? And he, he'll be like, oh, okay, you've known me forever. <laughs> if you get weird with him, like if you're like here, he's like, <laughs> he'll look at you he'll look at you like what the fuck's wrong with you yeah. <laughs> like like why are you like he's already got a little little weirdness to him and then he's like why are you being weird you know like and he, he don't he that won't have anything sense. to do with you I'm guilty you know? of that but if well, you just come in confident like you know so if someone tells you yeah go ahead and say hi that's a green light for me like I'm I'm gonna start on their chest I'm gonna rub their chest to be sure and then I'm gonna you said I can say hi to him like, <laughs> you know. So we had a, somebody come into the store, and, and I was like, "Yeah, bring your dog in." He's like, "She's kind of aggressive." I was like, "Yeah, that's fine." And I, I'm used to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I'm used to it. So yeah. I go out there, and they, she's coming up, and, I, and she comes running up, and she seems fine. 
And so I went like this, and the fucking bitch bit me in the hand, dude. I was like, <laughs> he told me she was aggressive. That's on me. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> but even but even that, like, that's defensive. Like most most of the time, like, conflict is not like dogs don't want conflict for the most part. Like, there's very few dogs that like it's just in them to to look for conflict, and those dogs are a little sketchy. Usually it's it's defensive and most dogs are flight animals first because that's better for survival. Fighting's not good for survival for anybody, right? Even humans. So they're they're gonna be flight first unless they're restrained, i.e. a leash, i.e. like so she's on a leash, the situation she's on a leash and now you're coming towards her, she got no that's out. Defensive, yeah. That's she got no other that. option at that point. Like she can't get away because she's being restrained. And and also her her dad's there her her, her parents there or whatever and so she can be have be a little false confidence and then now you're in her space and she got no out you know so she gonna react like that to get you away you know now most most likely like she probably bit and just and released like it was oh, yeah, like, it was just it's yeah. like warning that's like, a basically like get away yeah. you know mm-hmm. now she would have great if she grabbed. And held on, that's a different dog. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a different story, but that's rare. That's rare. I've, never, I've been you know? a few times, but never, yeah. never like that. Yeah, it's, that's that's rare that, that you're gonna have a dog that. Well, blue the lady the, from the old lady, she or he did snap. Yeah, it was that's my you? fault. Yeah, but it was what my would you fault because the dog was inside the car and I was trying to get him out. So I, she put the slip lead over him. And tossed it through the window, so I reached in to grab the slip lead and grab him. Yeah, no. He's he like, no, he didn't bite me. He just. He He's tried. He tried. He tried. <laughs> but that would be considered defensive as well. Yeah, it's defensive. inside of his car. Yeah, yeah, it's defensive. And it was my fault, too. Yeah. And I told him that when I called him, I was like, that's. My I, fault. I, I maintain, I actually did, like, I think I did a video a while, a few months back about, because I saw on social media a lot of dog trainers out there. With these videos and they got a dog on a muzzle and the dog's coming after him trying to bite him or, or the dog doesn't have a muzzle and they're, they're hanging the dog and it's trying to get him and these are like trainers with like a million followers and shit right and i'm like it just kind of make me sick because like i know what's going on there like you are you if a dog if a dog bites you period you put too much pressure on it somehow some way it's you're responsible especially as a trainer like you cause that to happen well like you, you said know? The other day was that, I mean, it's going to take you one to two weeks to even yeah. build somewhat of a relationship before you can even really start working. Before we start really getting down and working, yeah. I mean, we could get, we could start the beginnings of things, but before we hit our stride, like, it's a, it's a good week before I hit my stride with, with dogs that got any kind of severe behavior issue, you know, where either they got, they're fearful they're aggressive or both or whatever the case is like but not even that because i i revamp my training for showing mm-hmm. the dogs and i take them in i the customer pays for eight weeks yeah but the first two weeks is just him and you know myself and the dog yeah that's and it just walking just hanging out yep. just chilling doing yep. absolutely nothing but just getting a group for each other well, and then we kick it off i want like, you to show that dog I'm getting this weekend that I told that oh, we were yeah. talking about <clears throat> yeah. and the show is the fifth I want him to wait full weight I don't even think we'll be able to build that relationship in time right you know and then the 12th I'd like to show him but that's still the same thing I mean that's only takes, two weeks it takes time yeah, yeah I, but, I, but I feel like you know we get them on we get them from Texas and then Friday yeah and then just keep them until you know keep them it takes time it does it takes time and that's it's not something I rush like 
Uh, yeah, you can't rush that. The dog's gonna let me know when they're ready to be my friend. Yep. In, in a sense, like and look what streets does for you me. know, like, and I, and I had this conversation earlier today with, with my my client, like, you know, her dog's super super fearful, like very flighty, low defense, like this dog. I walk in and she's like, like scared to death. And as soon as I moved, it just took off running through the house. Really? And like, so we literally, it was like an hour before I even had her put the leash on the dog and I started working it a little bit. Still no talking, but eventually smelled me and just laid down next to me. But, and it, it did come over at one point and like look up at me. But I, with all dogs, like I'm gonna play hard to get. Like, I wanna, I wanna make that dog. I don't wanna make them. I want them to show me that they are like, are you gonna pay attention to me, bro? Like. Yeah. Because you're gonna have a better result than if you rush it and then you try to be their friend. They're like, "Whoa, hey, I don't know you yet. Like, we're not." It's cool. like yeah, I want to, and that's that's part of the reason I, like, when I meet dogs or I go to people's houses and they're, they're every single time they're like, "Oh my god, he like didn't jump on you. He didn't react to you. He didn't like, yeah, because I'm really not interested in him. How most people are, I'm interested in 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 helping him and doing for him what he needs. I don't really care if I ever pet him." I got dogs at home if I want to pet dogs, but most people that come into dogs world or meet them, they, they have this need to like be loved by the dog and to like pet them and dogs love me. And so they think this dog loves them and that dog loves them. And we think like, that's a dog. So I should be able to love it. I'm going to play hard to get, which makes works, me interesting. Yeah, you know? I think that and, works. and it's a natural curiosity because all of a sudden they're like, what are you about? You don't, even, you don't say anything to me. You barely look at me. Like, what what do I need to do to get some of you? And now I become valuable. And when they that's what it is, it's value. value. You taught me that. Like yeah. you, know, you just got to create value. Value. You know, we got this dog Raven. This little black, like she really looks like like a true Staffordshire Bull Terrier. Uh, gorgeous dog. And uh, she 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 bit two got two people in the face. Men like very reactive to men. They were in her space, and so it took probably like eight days, I think, until like she started to come around for, for me, and that's a long time for like. And finally, and I actually encouraged her, allowed her to start jumping. Like I want you to jump, ask me for attention, let me know you're ready. And now she's she's like follow me everywhere. Do you mind if dogs jump on you? I I don't. Uh, that's a good question. So a dog that is like fearful or been reactive towards towards men or people uh, and they're really shut down I kind of want to encourage it I want to I don't necessarily encourage it but I want to allow it I want their their need for attention to be so great that that it their confidence builds enough that please say hi to me that they get excited enough and just like hey can you say hi hello I'm here like I'm a can you pet me I'm a dog I'm ready and I'll be like oh okay because then I can curtail the jumping later on you know I don't want to if, if a dog that's fearful and been reactive jumps at, for attention and it's positive, I don't want to stop it right there. They just got the confidence to, to ask me for attention. So I can, I, can build, I can continue building their confidence in our relationship with that and then just curtail it later. But dogs that are controlling other things in the house or with the people and they're jumping on people, the, that they're not invited to and it's it's rude and it's sometimes dangerous controlling jumping not good so then then it's absolutely no and i could feel the difference in a dog that's trying to control to get my attention 
Yeah, no, we're not having that. Because we're not having that. That makes sense, though. No, because because then they learn that they can control other other things, and and it's it's rude because it's it's a buildup of excitement, and they are trying to control attention, like, and so for the most part, no. Dogs that are are severe jumpers, though. Um, there's one dog I, I work with, and he he would jump, and he's strong American bulldog, and so. What I'll do is, okay, we'll put a control on it. It's just like it's just like uh, playing tug. A dog likes to bite people. Cool. I'm gonna put a sleeve on. We're gonna bite. I'm not gonna cap. I'm not gonna suppress your drive. I'm gonna work with it, and we're gonna put some controls on it and some direction around it, and use it. So jumping. Okay, <coughs> you like to jump. You're not. You're a hard-headed American bulldog. You're not taking correction. So we can put some controls on. I can teach you to hug. I can teach if you want to jump. I can teach you when to when to jump and when to do it and how, and you don't do it otherwise. You want to jump? Give me a hug. I'll teach you how to hug, and I I'll do that. Give me a hug. Do you have any? No. Do you have any mouthy dogs? I got a couple dogs that are super mouthy. Uh, just Riker. Riker. Well, she whines a lot, like she's seeking attention. You yeah. know, like just I'm yeah. here type. But that's what, what you saw when we were there at my house. Cause she was just whining for attention. But no, I, I don't think I, I don't have barkers. Streets is a barker. Streets is a barker. But a couple of my dogs, they just like to like bite. Yeah. Oh, they're not hard. Yeah. They just oh yeah, they can chew on you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> so I and I I don't mind that. I like I mean like See, I like my arm too. like I like it. It's fun. I I roughhouse with my dogs. Like there's this uh, Corso that that I that I worked with, and um, big dog, strong, young Corso, like a year old. And dude, we would get going, like mouthy, jumping, wrestling. And he was super competitive and you had to watch because sometimes me, I'm strong, I'd get the better of him and he's not used to it. And, and there was one time, I'll never forget it, we're in the yard and like he jumps and I, I parried him, I pushed him and, he, and you see him, he like come back and he was like, oh hell no. And so then I was like, nope, nope. And I grab him and I'm like, we calming down right now. Like, cause he, he gets competitive. Like he was like, oh no, that ain't happening. So you gotta bring him down, but like uh, her dog Presley, we call I call it the bitey game. Like if I get him going, like we, he he just played the bitey game when where he'll like bite my hand and my arm and like I'll move it around. And he'll be like, <sighs> it's, just, it's from what I read, it's like a, it's it's that's just how they he they are. Like yeah. it's just playing for it's, them. Yeah, it's, for sure. It's like affection. Yeah, in a it's, sense. it's socialization. It's play. I mean, if you look at like puppies in the wild dogs in the wild that's like ridiculous. they're they're mouthing each other and playing and you know um presley he he used to play bitey game with other dogs too like call they just bite bite, <laughs> i call it the bitey game <laughs> i just call it the bitey game you, <laughs> you know? like that. <laughs> i just call it the bitey game but the other night like we're playing and i like i don't know bitey game that's what we do i'll be like presley i'll play bitey game he'll be like and like I just get him going, man, and like he'll nail me. Like it'll it'll get in between my bones and stuff. Like, oh, like bitch. It, but but like my dogs, they don't do it to Amy. They don't do it to my daughter. They just do it to me, which yeah. is he won't do it. Is, he won't do it with her, mm-hmm. right? He hasn't done it. Yet. No, I don't provoke. Yeah, yeah. I provoke it. So do I. Like, it's, it's like our thing. Like I, I like it. It's just it's what we do. Like not all my dogs will do that. Bella will. Like I can get my old girl to do it, and she'll get she'll get going. Ah. But it's just every dog's different. Like we have our own. Like I mean, we have different relate how we relate to different people, and same with our own dogs. Like you know, 
kids got different personalities, so we relate to our kids differently and our friends. And I mean, some friends you can slap box with and play with, and some friends you can't. I'm not. I'm definitely. Not, I'm definitely not the one. I, I don't. Like, I don't like that. But you know. <laughs> but no, it's it's fun. I like Solid I like it. I rough out. house with my dogs. You know, I'll get I'll get Raven jumping up. Like I'll be like Raven, come on! She'll just spring jumping. I'll push her, and she'll come bouncing back. Like a dog, like dude, like she'll just she jumped this high. Like you know, and I'll get her going, and she'll just swing jumping, yeah. bounce off me. And yeah, like, see, uh, Riker, I won't do that with because yeah, 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 yeah like but that. Riker, if you provoke her, she she's like a. Nibbling, she she'll go, yeah, she'll go. Yeah, oh, you want to go? Let's go. Right. She'll, she'll grab. She's tall. And yeah, and she's big. Yeah. And I've seen her bite, so I don't want to mess with her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she mauled one of my, my rescue. And that was a bit. Remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> so, I've been there, done that. I don't, yeah. I don't mess with her. Yeah, and I, but I, we got one dog right now. He's like my long term project. He might be with me a really long time, but he's he's one like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play bitey game with him, you know, yeah. like because he's hey he's played bitey game with people before, and so, and it's not in a fun fun sense. So I don't want I want to take him so far away from that. I don't want him to practice bitey game. Now I'll do tug of war with him and and flirt pull and things like that. But as far as human human like no, he's had enough practice doing that. So I don't I don't get him. I don't provoke him. I don't get him riled up. And part of it is like he's. He's learning to control those impulses too. As far as like when he gets over aroused, he disregards rules. So I don't want to get him over aroused, you know, with me in hand. Because he he's bitten people, right? Mm -hmm. Three what, people. What what do you think drove you to do that? Uh, defense. Yeah, yeah. De defense over over. So he gets when he gets very aroused, like super intense state of mind, like. Uh, just all of his everything goes out the window and he he, he just, just becomes very reactive yeah hyper focused oh, see that's right hyper focused I, where i'd say she gets very hyper yeah, where, that's, that's and he doesn't mind. like being restrained and so the uh, one instance he his dad had the leash and uh there's a dog he was reacting to and he literally hit the, hit the end of the leash came back bit his dad in the face and then went back to the dog and by the time but by, by about mid-air i had i had actually got him but he still managed to get his dad a little bit and then I grab the leash before he can go grab that dog. But, uh, yeah, so he, he just. I bet you the dog didn't even realize what the hell he was doing in the first place. No, anyway. no, yeah. no. He just, he literally just red zones and tunnel vision and nothing else he doesn't know. And, you know, and so it's a difficult case. He's workable. You know, he's met a lot of people with a lot of success. He does have a little bit of uh, stranger danger. You know, he's got a little bit of fear, just nervousness around new people. So, but. He's been around and met a lot of new people with me and at my house that successfully. So, you know, for him, it's for him, it's just taking things slow and, and giving him the time that he needs and, and filling up the positive experience column to outweigh the negative experience. Because he's had God knows how much negative experience in his life. He was a rescue. You know, I don't know his, his whole backstory or whatever, but uh, he's got to have he's got to have enough positive experiences with people to start out weighing that, you know, and that's, and I got to start having other people work him too, because he's good with me, you know, he's bit me, he's bit me a couple times, you know, uh, yeah, he's bit me, I mean, he's left, like, you might even, I probably could still, yeah, it's, there's still a little knot in my arm from when he got me, but, you know, I don't take it personally. 
education is key, I think. That's the problem, is I don't think a lot of people are very educated with dogs at all. No. They just, they get a dog, and they go to PetSmart, and they get all the things for them. Like, years and years ago, like, I mean, I'm... I'm 41 today. It's my birthday. <laughs> what? Happy yeah. Birthday. What? <laughs> so, Happy but like, it's like 20 years ago, 30 years ago, like when I got my first dog, like he's gonna drop it. Today's my birthday. Right. We just like 30, 40 years ago, right? Like dogs were dogs were a little different. Like we just let dogs be dogs. We went and got we went and got our uh, a lab when I was five years old because I wanted a dog, and. We just put them in the backyard, and other people bring their dogs over. It's no big deal. Now it's like, how do we introduce dogs? What like, the fuck has changed? <laughs> what has changed? Our, our our lifestyle. I think consumerism has a lot to do with it. Like, that is we true. we yeah. buy the. I mean, the pet industry. Like, it's, it's I think it's the third fastest growing industry mm-hmm. in the past fifteen years, and in, in America, like it's huge behind uh, healthcare and education. Like, it's it's crazy. And so, like, education's an industry. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that bad? So the in, the, the rate be. of growth for inflation for education is huge in healthcare, but, but like, we just we figure like, we we just buy our dog stuff. They're gonna be happy because for us, we equate we buying stuff. <laughs> we, yeah. we we equate buying stuff for ourselves as as makes us happy. Like it's 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 just like this cycle. So we're like, well. We, can buy our dog stuff and that's all they need. We're trying to create materialistic dog dogs. My dog is going to be so happy when yeah. they get right. home with it. And don't get me wrong, like, I, I mean, you, when I take my dogs out, like, they're putting gold chains on, they got a nice collar on, you know harnesses. Our dogs wear? What, I got everything. Our dogs wear your leashes. Your leashes. That's The picture we posted of yeah. straights with your leash, yeah. like, that's legit what we use. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, I can never find a leash. We just have those ones. Just throw it in. That's awesome. It's, it's in the cup holder. Literally. <laughs> that's, in the cup holder. That's dope. <laughs> nice. I, I would say that. I mean, dogs live in apartments now. Dogs yes. live in fucking condos. Yes. Do, you know, they don't have yep. a yard. And that's, to, to your point there, like, part of my, part of my like, when I was away, when I was in, in prison, like, I, t- I was like, I took a look at how things have changed, and we live on top of each other. Like, we're, we're way more urban than we were even 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 40 years ago. So I'm like, a lot of people, a lot of trainers out there, their dreams are like have, have a bunch of land and have, be able to train dogs on this beautiful property and land for dogs and dogs need land and they need yards. That's great, but that's not the reality of most Americans nowadays. So my, my like ultimate dream is I wanna, I wanna show people in urban areas that you could have a balanced dog <laughs> And still live in the middle of Phoenix. That's a really good point because you're training the dog for its current fucking situation. Right. right. Dude, that's Most, hard though. It's not though. You can do it. It's not. It's not because you got treadmills. That covers cardiovascular conditioning. You can still explore. So my my Sunday stroll that I do is all about exploring urban areas with dogs. Like you can go like. What better place to explore for a dog with as many smells as there are than downtown Phoenix? I mean, you literally got like food and traffic. Yeah, for for real, right? Like urban areas. Like you got you got everything there. Like sights, sounds, people, food smells, like everything. And so it's it's very fulfilling to a dog. So you cut cover exploration. You got a treadmill. You can get them. You can get them their the high intensity exercise they need. Uh, socialization that should not be a problem for people living in an urban area walk your dog around the block like 
you're gonna socialize. There's other people with dogs. There's yeah, people. And so are so low nowadays. Yeah. They fit under the bed. And most so. most people that live like these, you know, luxury apartment buildings in downtown Phoenix or wherever Scottsdale, they got gyms, they got treadmills downstairs or wherever they're, you know. So, I mean, it's possible. It's just that, like, my thinking is going forward, we're not. People are gonna keep living on top of each other. It's gonna get more population density. People don't want yards because we live. We're working 10, 12 hours a day. We don't want to take care of a yard, but we still want a dog, you know. And so, just to get dirt. That's what I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Just get dirt. I know. I, I I know. But like, I always want a yard. I like having a dog go out. But most people like, we look where they're living. They live, you know, a faster paced life. They're working a lot, and. Day it inside. Sucks, but it's true. It's true. It's but so it's still true. possible. But I maintain that you can still have a, a 100% fulfilled, balanced dog in an urban, living in an urban area, whether it be San Francisco, whether it be Phoenix, whether it be Los Angeles, wherever. You can still do it. It's just, what are you doing? Are you, you know, the, the three principles: socialize, explore. High intensity exercise. That's the that's the three fundamentals. Beyond that, dogs need direction from us and those type of things. But cover those three, you're already on your way. What would you consider like high high intensity? Like take them out to like, like a dog park, like them? flirt pole, tug of war, anything that's like uh, flirt pole, tug of war, uh, pulling chains, pulling weight. You know, I mean, I walk my dogs 45 minutes pulling 20 pounds of 20 pounds of chain. That's high intensity exercise. Like they, their tongues hanging out their mouth. They're like <laughs> going, you know, heart rates up, not just a regular walk. Treadmill, slap mill, you know. So we're talking 15 minutes plus for each thing. See, I like the spring pool. I like spring pool. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. You always post in the videos the spring pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah. where I live at, my dog has to be on a leash mm -hmm. just because there's too many people that walk their dogs. Mm -hmm. So I have a hundred foot leash. I take them to the park. <laughs> You're fucking hundred foot. I, yeah, I, I have two hundred foot leashes. Yeah. And I'll put them on a leash with the prong collar, obviously, because yeah. it is a thin leash. Yeah. And I have a, it's a tennis ball gun, and I'll sit there and I'll shoot off tennis balls and help yeah. bring them back. Fetch. That, that can, that's Fetch considered. is high intensity exercise, yeah. yeah. That's pushing the limits. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> that's you gotta be on a leash. I got a hundred, hundred foot leash. 200 feet. No, but that, that's, <laughs> yeah. Fetch, uh, swimming, I mean, you ever seen a dog swim? I mean, I had an American Bulldog once, and His I swear to God, swimming. if I didn't pull that dog out of the pool, he'd just drown because he would just go. They have that dog diving out in Totopop. Yeah. It's, yeah, I've heard I want to I want to try that. I have a client. They sent me a picture uh, his dog jumping in the pool. Like, he just launches in the pool. I'm like, dude, he'd be great dog diving. Dog diving. So, there they are, jump. keeping the dog inside without a yard and not doing the job it was meant right, to be. Right. <laughs> dog diving. Yeah. He's bored as a dog diver. That is a dog diver. You're doing the semen evaluation. <laughs> 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 that is a dog diver. Hey, so speaking of pull, pulling chains, I want to I want to bring this up because the the weight pull thing on on the fifth, right? The event. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. Like, so, like, do you get people that ask you guys like about like or say that that's cruel, like a social media yeah. or come in here? You don't. Not here. No, People not that come in here that act, I don't know. They I mean, get it. If there's anybody that comes in here and they're scared of dogs or scared yeah. of people, I'm like, what do you, <laughs> and I don't want to be a dick, but like. <laughs> right, I'm the same way. It's, 
called the Pitbull store. store right now. <laughs> and you come in here terrified. Well, like we have one, we have one lady that comes in for dog food for her for her pit bull, mm-hmm. and she literally looks around every corner before she turns the corner. <laughs> Dang, man. But she owns a <coughs> yeah, she owns a pit bull. She came in what? last week and she yeah. peeked in the door. I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> no and way. She's like, what? Yeah, oh, yeah. she's dang. like terrified of dogs. Dang. And she's, but she has a pit bull. Are you serious? That's but crazy. nobody ever says anything like that's cool. No, I, I, the other day, and this happened twice, so I live on uh, like 64th and Cactus and like Scottsdale Paradise Valley. It's a busy street. And I'm out there like shirt off, dog on a harness, dragon chain, like middle of Scottsdale, right? <laughs> Most people. I think it's the neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just said, yeah. you're 10 feet tall. I mean, like. <laughs> 300 pounds of solid muscle. Yeah. <laughs> With a dog on chains? Dog on chains. <laughs> You're the problem. <laughs> people be, so most people are like, they hard and be like, oh, that's really cool. Like, or they ask about it. Like, the other day, I'm walking, like, like I'll probably, like, this car stops up ahead. And I'm, like, four or five minutes away from getting to this car, and they got their hazards on. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> they're going to, you know, okay. I, like, I don't know if they're going to be say something nice. or they, and So I get up there, and the lady's, lady's like, why do you have that on him? And I'm like. It's a client dog, and, and this dog loves the pool. Like he's he just loves it, and which most of my dogs do. And he, I was like, he's we're he's working out. <laughs> and she's like, well, he doesn't need that on him. He just needs to walk. That's all they need. And I was like, well, he's an athlete. He's he's training right now. She's like, well, that's just that's cruel. I'm like, well, do you work out at the gym? Do you lift weights? Well, that's that's just that's cruelty. You're making him do it, and I'm like, I'm not making him do it at all. I'm not dragging him. He's actually pulling me still, and she, she's like, they came for a vaccine, but the dog has diarrhea right now, negative. So she, so I'm like, you know, listen, lady, like, I'm not making him do it. Like, I said, I said, I said, if it's animal cruelty, I said. If you think this is animal cruelty, I said, go ahead and call the police. I'll wait right here. And she's like, you're just disgusting. And she drives off. And I'm she like, stopped the car and waited for, for like five minutes. <laughs> for five minutes. In, in traffic. You should have fucking turned Like around. in traffic. You want Scottsdale with shirt on. I know. But Solid muscle. Come on, dude. She, right. But she might have been just hitting on you. I, no. <laughs> I think the biggest thing you is know. is dogs that work, dogs that do hog work like we've talked about, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. I think that they're cared more by their owners than somebody who oh, yeah. just has a for dog. Sure. Because for when sure. we're doing the weight pool thing, DJ, the guy that's doing the weight pool, he's like, oh, we need carpet all the way around so they don't mess up their nails. Dude. And it's like all this, and it, I mean, I guess for lack of better words, he's being picky, but the dog, they want him taken care of the Good. right way. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So I, I mean, think it's a big misconception. Big misconception. And, it, and it's also like, it's also perception. Like someone sees like a dog pooling, like, Dude, dogs have pulled carts for us, and for for thousands of years they've hauled stuff for us. Like this is a dog doing what he was. It's in his DNA. If you're a little Yorkie at home, it's in its DNA somewhere to, to do, do work job. for you. Yeah, like, it's a terrier, Yorkshire. Yorkshire yeah, a terrier anyway. yeah, it's a terrier. Like you realize that your dog terrier was was bred to kill rodents. Yeah. Like your dog a murderer, <laughs> but you carrying it in in your purse. You know, so it's like those are people, the worst. But that goes back to like what you're saying, like education. Like people just don't know. Like they yeah. just see it's like, Man, dude, that dog's having that. a good time. When, when I get the harness the out for my dogs, education. They like, they like. Oh, is it me? Do I, is he gonna put the harness on me? Like my dog's getting excited when that harness comes out. You know, so 
and you guys know, like, you can't make a dog pull. Like, no. if you put a harness on, they feel weight, like, they either pull it or they're not. Like, they might. <laughs> they don't want to do shit. Like, no, they have they like, go. Yeah, they nope. Lay down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so. Uh, That's no. crazy. Yeah. That's true. But it's, it's funny. Cause I just, but most people are like, most people see it and they're like, well, that's really cool. They just look like, what in the heck is going on? Like, I think the event will be pretty know. good. I think that there will be a lot of just people just interested in weight pulling, which yeah. is cool. I hope so. I'm excited to see the old school, old school breeders bring out their game dogs. Yeah, for sure. Because we saw they were here once and it was brief. It was fast. Oh, shit, I think a couple of those dogs have passed away. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm, I'm super excited for it because it's something like weight pulls, like something I've always wanted to do with dogs, and I was, I've always had the plan like to get to get an old school bloodline game dog and, and do dog sport with it, you know. And then I went away, and you know, that's still in my plans. Like I still want to do that. Like, dude, DJ, he wants to get yeah. a dog. He wants to get a Frenchie and make it pull weight. That'd be sweet. Yeah, that'd be crazy. So they can pull a lot of weight. Look at yeah. that thing. It's a big old muscle. That's all it yeah, is. Yeah, it's all it is. the right dog. That's Dude, all those is. beams were heavy. <laughs> <laughs> those beams were heavy. No, to, to your point, though, like people, I think people that work their dogs, hunt their dogs, they take better care of them. Like, yeah. like <clears throat> it, it, it's a different kind of care, and it's a different kind of, I think it's a more, like, uh, genuine, like, true, like, primitive type of love. Like, it is. It's, 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 I get it's, a I get a passion yeah. of feeding them right to yeah, prep them man. for a show. For sure. Because I'm not making them show. They, that's what they were. You know, we bred right. them that way. And like I, when I, you know, hey, I need raw meat. I need liquid gold. I need flaxseed. You know, pumpkin. This, this, yeah. and that. Beer to wash them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you and, you know, just rub them down in beer. And, and, yeah. I made my dogs in. Uh, what kind of beer though? Uh, I use Guinnesses. Tecate. Okay. All right. I've used Tecate. <laughs> I bathe them in beer and eggs. Like, you know, hey. I get a Beer's got good enzymes like, in it. That makes I sense. I guess, I mean, you know, like, just. Do you just rub, you rub them down, too? Yeah. A little massage? Yeah. Nice. I do. Like, you nice. Know. Yes, I do. I oh, marinate God. the dogs in beer and eggs. It took me two hours to wash my dogs. I laugh in there and like. Let's go. We're like, hey, if anybody so listening needs show training and or just need their dog to have a bath and a massage, <laughs> Hit me call Edwin at the Pitbull store. <laughs> That's how Streets wants to go back there. Dude, <laughs> there you she go. Does it live. That's it was awesome. a cold beer and eggs, but hey. That Guinness is nice and cold. That's, that's what's up. I like that word though, primitive. Like I think that's what the basis of the relationship needs to be. Yeah. You know? It's that, like just that's that's like the foundation for everything I do with dogs. Everything I try to teach people is like, let's just try to get back to the primitive relationship and start from there. Like, you know, a lady today, so I just an initial consultation, and you know, she free feeds her. She's free feeding her dog. Okay, like, she's missing an opportunity to connect with her dog over over food, which is why humans and dogs came together to begin with. Like. We gave them food because we were creating garbage because we didn't eat, we can't eat bones and we can't eat like, we didn't eat all the, the uh, organ meat and all that stuff as, as prehistoric man or whatever. So we made garbage like, and dogs would eat that. So they came around and they also helped us find food because now they were centuries, they could be out front and they, they have a nose so they could smell a herd of whatever that we wanted to kill a mile further than we could. So. They could alert us that hey there's a there's a herd up there <laughs> and that helped us with food so we came together and bonded over food 
And so that's what I tell people, like if you're free feeding your dog, you're missing, you're missing the primitive relationship. You're missing the, the reason that we came together to begin with. You know, I, I don't ever free feed dogs. Like to me, I, I love feeding. Like that's a, that's a day, that's a time of day where I get to connect with every single one of my dogs. How often do you feed? Once a day. See, I go back and forth. Once a day. Unless there's a medical reason or unless, like, maybe... A puppy? uh, Yeah, puppy. (laughs) puppy. Giant giant breeds, like, where where they just... They need more food. You know, they're maybe eating five, six cups of food a day for some reason. I'm going to split it up. Um, Her dog, Presley, was losing weight for a while. He was a little bit sick. And so, to get him back, we were feeding twice a day for about a week. But generally, once a day. Once a day. But See, I, I usually feed once a day, then I started feeding twice, and now they're not eating in the morning, so I'm like, fuck you guys, I'll just feed you at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's better, my experience is, is better on the, it's easier on the digestive system, because uh, you're not putting food, all, so the digestive system gets a break, gets to rest, fully digest food, and um, and honestly, it's more convenient, you know, I mean, body we training. all got, we body all got, training. body training is easier, you can time their movements, uh, and then we all got multiple dogs. Like it cuts our feeding time in half. I mean, yeah. you got six dogs. Sometimes it takes a little bit. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, eleven. Yeah, yeah. You got eleven dogs. It takes a little bit. So <laughs> I'd rather just feed once a day. So, but yeah, I mean, I I try to I look for that that connection over food every time I feed. Just that moment of like acknowledgement that we have a relationship and I'm providing food for you. That's it. Like it's a it's a moment and then here's your food and I go on to the next. But People at free feed miss that opportunity. And then they miss the opportunity and the dog, the human is no longer relevant as part of the dog's survival because the food's just there. The dog's not connecting that, oh yeah, the person puts the food there for me all the time. It's just the food's always there. So there's no like, there's no relevancy for the human, you know, so. That's interesting because every time I feed my dogs, I'm pretty sure like, put the food down, pat them, give them a hug. And then, you know, just make sure they eat. But, just, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's, it's simple. I can see that. Colin wipes his drooly ass face. I mean, I can see the connection. Yeah, you know, and, and feeding is the only time that I don't ever talk to dogs. Like, I talk to dogs. I work dogs. I talk to them. But, like, that's the only time I don't talk. It's very calm. It's very peaceful. It's just very, like, we hear, acknowledge, or, you know, I wait for their, them to be calm and, and respectful, and then I give them their food. It's very, very calm and like polite, like the whole thing. So yeah, to be sure, feeding is the only time I don't talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. That's interesting. That's the next year right But it's, it's, and when I explain that to people, they're like, oh, it makes sense. Like, it goes back primitive. Like, if you're not connecting with your dog over food because you just want to throw the food out for them, like, everything else. I, I tell, I start telling people this, and this, this, I, I might increase the percentage because I've told people now, if, if you do nothing else that I suggest and you just start feeding dogs the way I feed dogs, your relationship with them and everything that you do with them is going to be 10% better right away. If you don't do anything else, just feed your dogs the way you do, they're going to be 10% more calm, 10% more uh, attentive with you, listening. Everything's going to be 10% better just doing that one thing. And I, I will stand firm on that because I've seen it. And people are like, oh, my God, like, yeah, he gets it. And you see their relationship start to change. I've got clients right now and I'm having them, they had a little bit of setbacks with some of their dogs and, and I'm having them, they have three dogs now and I, I said, 
for the next seven days, I want video of you feeding each dog every single day. So every single day, they're sending me three videos <laughs> feeding each dog. You know, and so, but I'm able to fine tune it so that they get it right because it is very important for what they got going on. It's very, very important. So I want to make sure I tweak it. Like I tell them, okay, you're doing good here, but take a little more time at this part, wait for this, you know, so. So then from a trainer's point of view, you wouldn't suggest using their food for training? I, that's a good question. So I don't use food for training. Uh, I'm trying to think if there is Because obviously you and I are different trainers. I do. Yeah. I, I like, I prefer using their treats or food right. for training, but I understand your training method as well, right. which I always fall back to. For right. And that's, that's, and be, your, your training is, is very like, uh, like, so I'm foundational. I'm very like foundational, like behavior. Right. You're like, uh, what kind of, what kind of paint do you want on the house? What kind of, sh what color you want the shingles? What color you want the stucco? Like you're, you're coming in like the finishing work, right? Like, right. I'm the found, I'm the foundation, the, the framework. You are, what kind of couch, what color couches you want? What color carpet you want? Like you, you're the finishing. So for me using food, food training, I'm working them in prey drive because it's the prey drive is the five senses. So anytime I'm using food, they're in prey drive. Anytime I'm playing fetch with a dog, they got some in their mouth, that's prey drive. Most people don't want a dog that's practicing prey drive. It makes for a difficult dog. Like the average person just doesn't. You know, especially a lot of dogs I work with, pit bull terriers. Like American Bully, a little different. They don't have that terrier drive, terrier as much in them, if at all. So so there's that too, you're showing bullies. They, their prey drive's pretty, pretty low for the most part, oh, yeah. you know, so. But Pitbull Terrier, they got strong prey drive, <laughs> you know? So most people don't want that, you know? And I'm even working with, with Poodles who have, I mean, Doodles, which have Poodle in them. They got strong prey drive. I got a Great Pyrenees, two Great <coughs> Pyrenees coming up and they got <laughs> strong prey drive. So I don't want to work in prey drive. Uh, I, wanna, I wanna teach the dog to work with human just for the fact that I'm a human that, and, and show them and create a relationship between human and dog that again goes back thousands of years that I'm going to give you direction I'm going to show you what you can expect of me consistently and then I'm also going to ask things of you in return that's relationship so um, I was always in the impression that like you start out with treats or food or something like that as a puppy and then as time goes on the reward is no longer food it's it's me petting you or me showing you attention or something like right that. like just progression I guess yeah so I mean, that's one way to do it, but you're still, you're teaching a puppy at a young age, prey drive, prey drive, prey drive. So, um, I guess that's what I'm used to, you know? So, because, so here, here's, here's what I fall back on is dogs as, as their species want to work with and for humans. Every dog then different, different breeds have a different, uh, degree of what, how they want to work with humans. Right. So like Huskies don't have a strong pack drive. Generally, they just, they really like don't care a whole lot about humans relative to like American pit bull. So, or labs or something like that. So I have, I just, I trust that they, that that's in their DNA to want to work for me. I just got to show them what I want. So if I consistently show them what I want and, and what I expect and what they can expect from me, it's going to be reciprocated as long as I'm clear with what, it, with, with what I'm doing and the direction I'm giving, 
that said, people ask like, okay, when do you re when are you going to reward them? When do you praise them and these type of things? That's a good question. So, I so something like teaching teaching your dog to sit <clears throat> to me. So I can teach a dog to sit with no treats, not talking to them. I I don't even need to touch a dog to teach them to sit. I maintain that, and so I don't even need a leash on a dog to teach them to sit. Really, uh, so their praise. First of all, we all have dogs. So if we've had a shitty day or we're in a bad mood, our dogs act different around us. They know. Like we don't. Some of our dogs, like they don't. We don't have to yell or say anything. Like they just know. Like if I go home and I'm in a I'm in a hot mood, Bella knows. Like she's so attuned attuned to me. She's like, what's going on with you? Like so on the other side of that coin, they also know if we're pleased, if we're happy, if we're proud, right? But we only think in the negative, like they know when we're pissed off, when we're sad, when we're upset, frustrated, but they also know if we're happy. So I trust in that, that their, their intuition and their ability to read us and sense us is so strong that if a dog, if I'm working with a dog, like this, this, uh, this dog I work with today, he, uh, he just came and laid down. I really didn't do a whole lot, just a little bit of leash pressure here and there. And he went over to mom come sniff me he went over here to try to lay down and then finally he just came and laid down by me I'm happy about that but if I tell him like good boy first of all I just met him second of all he just got to a calm state of mind near me which I'm brand new to him I knew to know him for an hour and now I might have got him excited when I just got him to a place where he's calm right so I just use praise sparingly when do I praise my dog when it's worthy of celebration like to me, teaching a dog to sit, you're walking them. That's like, that's like, so me and my brother growing up, his job was to clear the table, my job was to do the dishes. Every time we did that, our parents didn't come and be like, good job, you guys. It's an expectation. Like, it's an expectation, you know, like, uh, so if my dog does sit, I might be like, hey, just relax, thank you. Like, I'm gonna say that to him, like, I'm gonna acknowledge this, like, I'm gonna say thank you to anybody, like, someone opened the door for me, thank you. Thank you for sitting. You know that's expectation. Now, if, if like, if I'm working dogs on 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 chains, or we're pulling, or I'm having dog like jump up on stuff, balance, we're overcoming something challenging together. Uh, or maybe maybe I have a fearful dog, and they're like, I take them over a storm grate, say, and they're like, what the fuck is that? We we take our time, and I get them through that that fear. I'm celebrating the shit out of that when they do it, because that's that's beyond expectation. That's beyond just like everyday behavior like you overcame we did it together let's celebrate five seconds six seconds and then let's do it again and then i'm gonna celebrate again and then after a while i'm not celebrating anymore because that becomes normal all right that concludes part one of this two-part episode it's a two-hour conversation in total that uh that i had with tell and edwin Hope you guys enjoyed listening in its entirety. We had a lot of fun doing it. Like I said, we're going to do this every month. Uh, part two starts off with uh, talking about some psychedelic toads that come out when it rains here in Arizona. So not going to want to miss that. Weight pull event at the Pitbull store in Mesa, Arizona, March 5th. That's this next Saturday. Come out, say hi, have some fun, watch some dogs have fun and do some do some work, see what it's all about. Um, yeah, stay tuned for part two. Going to drop it in a few days. Hope you guys enjoy. Locked up, the life of an American dog. 
Thanks for listening.